Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thanks for joining us for another grassroots marketing on cannabisradio.com. We're going to talk about NFTs on this episode, <clears throat> and I'll tell you, it's becoming such a, a, a viable market. When you look at the metaverse and you're looking at people that are out there buying millions of dollars right now in digital real estate and tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars being sold for NFTs. You're hearing auction houses now like OpenSea that are just blowing up the spot. Well, look at where we get today from the NFT community. We get a couple of guys that are in the Houston, Texas hip-hop scene. And when, you, when I think of Houston, Texas, you know, underrated, when you think about Man, I, I go back to Scarface and Gutter Boys. You got Mega the Stallion, Travis Scott, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, Scarface. I'm thinking about all these names from those days. And in that community comes the two gentlemen are on with me, Brian Theria and Mike Frost, who have created Dope Head NFTs. I want to go introduce them to the program. Mike and Brian, thanks for being on. Man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you know what? As you were saying some of those names, I look back at Mike's wall and I'm counting off, okay, Paul Wall, check. Mike Jones, check. Okay, Slim Thug, check. You know, Mike and I had the pleasure of working with a lot of these guys that you were speaking of. And we were able to help mold that image and that sound that you're able to uh, see and hear. And now we're bringing it to you in a whole new slant. Just a bunch of dope heads. (laughs) So... You came, so the and the thing is, this artistry. But when it comes down to it, this new opportunity comes across. Mike, you're a designer, and you were able to go ahead and formulate some ideas. When did you guys start collaborating on this idea to go ahead and start making NFTs together? Uh, about sixty-five days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but the, were you already doing any particular like uh, physical art? already and the transition to nft was pretty simple pretty easy transition i mean for me it was uh you know my background is design um coding you know everything that the nft ecosystem you know uh what you need to actually thrive in that that particular area um you know i the skill set was already there for me the uh so it was a natural jump you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too much of a change. It was just like, you know, when you go from, uh, when they went from tape cassettes to CDs, it's like, it's just another format for me. Yeah. So again, not even two months ago, you put this together and you also had uh, another trend center in the art world, Johnny Cash joining the team to complete this whole vision. But now one thing too, is that 
you know, it's a personal passion for the plant. And I know, Brian, that's where you come from with, when it comes to that you were uh, incarcerated on the federal level for uh, amount, for seven years. And yep. you it, it's also a part of a testament of what you, you know, if we're enjoying cannabis as it is and looking for a way to go ahead and find a way to go and, you know, best show the best of the community with this kind of project. Because not only that, you wanted to give back even to the community you came from to make sure that a second opportunity, second chances were being made available. So well, you're donating a substantial amount of the net earnings to organizations to help design, to help nonviolent drug offenders and their families. What can you tell me right. about where this support's going? What's the organization? If you could tell uh, us? No problem. Well, first of all, we're working with a couple organizations. One of them is uh, Dopey. The other one is Legends and Legacies. Uh, both these organizations are uh, helping for drug rehabilitation and people who have dealt with incarcerated family members. And so, you know, I was incarcerated on the federal level, like you mentioned. Um, you know, there's an old quote by a great poet by the name of Young Jeezy who said, don't stop thugging until the feds come get you. <laughs> and so we didn't stop thugging until the feds come got us. And unfortunately, they came and got us uh, in 2011. At the time, we had about 21 grow uh, houses, and they got about seven of them on us. And so while I knew I was going to go sit down for a little bit, uh, my mom said, well, did you have to bring your brother with you? <laughs> yeah. And so... And so I was like, hey, listen, a family that goes to federal prison together stays together. And so, you know, we had this little joking parody going on that, hey, listen, we were prisoners of the drug war, you know, and nobody really thinks about that, not to try to be on a comical level, but a serious mention that when you are in a war on drugs, there are casualties, right? There are people that get affected by this. And these people that are affected by this are family members. Because when you're a drug dealer, right, you're basically trading that that free time you have now that you're making all that good money so you can spend with your family. So when you do go get locked up, then you punch the time clock and you start doing your 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 grind or your work mode. And so while I was locked up, I noticed that for the people inside, it didn't, you know, they could adjust fairly quickly, but the people that were attached to them through their families, those people really suffered on a way that you can only imagine, you know, when you're not able to spend, you know, your child's birthday or your nephew's uh, graduation or go and see, you know, your mom uh, bury her husband or, you know, any family member that you might not get to see, you know, born, you know, all those things get taken away from you. But what the deeper impact is on the impact of the family. And so I noticed that all the people that I was surrounded with were locked up for a nonviolent drug offense. And I thought to myself, nobody should be in prison for any drugs, period, period. You know, of course, you know, if you commit a violent act, okay, you deserve to be in prison. But if you're, if you're, you know, not harming anybody else, you know, and that was, and that was my thing. I was part of a victimless crime. I mean, the only yeah. thing marijuana ever killed was a bag of Cheetos. That's it. No, it, marijuana has never killed right. anyone to this day from an overdose. It just hasn't happened. Now, and so I got to mention this. In the battlefield that you're in, because of everything, your home is Texas, and they're in Houston. Right. You're talking about a state that has been a stalwart, 
you know, really kind of holding back the rollout Ultra of cannabis legalization. Medicals in, right. in in place. I just read a story on how Austin, Texas is looking to possibly put on the ballot to decriminalize in that city, which that's a Thank step in the Austin. right direction. But, you know, when it comes to the fight you're having for the second chances, it's also, what can you tell you about, you know, the interaction that your the people like yourselves have had with the state of Texas when it comes to trying to roll out and implement the marijuana, medical marijuana program and trying to get cannabis legalized. What, what's the response? Are they getting to be the, the support is overwhelming. It's a majority in Texas. When you poll everybody out there, they Correct. want it. You guys are Correct. definitely in the forefront of it. What are they saying? Correct. Well, you have to remember that Texas is the birthplace of ultra conservatism. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have this old guard, right. And this new guard coming in, right. You know, it's going to take it's going to take maybe another, you know, 10, 10 years, maybe, I think, in my opinion, that we fully become, you know, decriminalized just because of that old changing of the guard. But the very first time that I met somebody who was involved in the reform movement, I was sitting in church with my mom. Mm-hmm. I look over and I see this lady who's about, oh, I don't know, 85, 90, and she's wearing a marijuana pin. And I said, Mom, who is that lady wearing the uh, marijuana pen? And she goes, baby, that's Ann Lee. I said, Ann Lee? Who is Ann Lee? And I scratched my head for a minute. Man, I don't know who Ann Lee is to save my life. Oh, baby, you see her all the time. She's a judge that handles the voting when it comes to our neighborhoods. And I'm like, man, I, I still don't understand who it is. You know her son, the guy in the wheelchair that went over to Oakland that started the whole pot movement. I was like, that's Richard Lee's mother, Ann Lee. So Richard Lee, who started the pot movement in Oakland, his yeah. mother is sitting next to my mother and they're in church. And that's the first time I had ever seen somebody from Texas who represented Texas, who was trying to change something about the marijuana law. And that was the aha. Okay. This can be done. If the right people are in place, if the right people that are making those decisions are in place, this can be done. Austin is really a blue city surrounded by a bunch of red cities. You got to understand that Austin, it's one of those things where I think one of their billboards is like, keep Austin weird, you know? And that's kind of the, that's kind of the, uh, sorry about that. That's kind of the way Austin is perceived in Texas is let's keep Austin weird. And Austinites love it. Like, they're like, let's rep, let's go, bro. Yeah. So you have this, you know, you have this shining beacon on a hill surrounded by red cities. And I think it will come. It just takes a little bit of a little bit more time and we'll be there. So you're building a lot of things with it now. So there's the Dopey Foundation that's going to be up springing out along with the Dopehead entities and a 501c3 to have the right. mission of supporting addicts and alcoholics under struggles. You're also working with Houston-based nonprofit legends and legacies. Uh, offering direct aid to the Houston community and supporting children yeah, who awesome. have experienced parental addiction and incarceration. And you're looking that donation would, the donations would be used to hire staff to do the training that the organization provides. And when you have so, this, you have a couple different NFTs right now. So you're going to be offering NFTs an animated series where uh, dope heads will launch your own studio, much like a South Park or Rick and Morty and community will get royalties for whatever they create. And you're creating merchandise out of it. So, uh, so is it already available now for people to go ahead and get their hands on? Where can they get their hands on 
some of the you know any of the merchandise the NFTs themselves what are they looking at so so let me break let me back up just a little bit an NFT is not an NFT unless you have a community behind it and we are so blessed to have a thriving community of dope heads that are willing to support and help other dope heads and so partnering up with these nonprofits will help us immediately staff a 24 hour three, uh, 365 helpline if you need somebody who uh, has been incarcerated or you need somebody who um, needs uh, drug rehabilitation, there will be someone staffed 24-7-365 to take your call, first and foremost. And so teaming up with like Legends and Legacies and these other nonprofits will allow us to do this through the sale of our NFTs. And our NFTs are totally unique because they're semi-customizable. And what you can do is you can name and write your character's backstory for your NFT that might get selected as being part of the animated series. All this is done through our community, our community and Discord. So when you join our community and you're a part of making those decisions, you get to build the stories, you get to craft the characters, you get to do the whole thing as if you were sitting in the production house with us. And so when we allow our NFT holders to do this, they will receive some, um, some royalties based upon their executive producer credit just by holding the NFT. Now, we haven't launched the NFT just yet. We're launching it March the 18th. Mm -hmm. There's only 10,000 of these guys available. So if you can get into the Discord and you're lucky enough to get onto the whitelist, you're guaranteed mm -hmm. to mint one of these bad boys. If you have to wait for the public sale on March the 18th, it's going to be a lot of FOMO. And there's going to be a whole bunch of people rushing in at the last minute yeah. to try to scoop up as many as you possibly can. So please properly prepare. Join our Discord. It's really super simple. You can go to any one of our social media outlets or our website. It's, the, it's dopeheadsnft.com. So it's D-O-P-E-H-E-A-D-S-N-F-T.com. And then you can follow that same name across social media on Instagram. It's Dopeheads NFT. On Twitter, it's Dopeheads NFT. Uh, on TikTok, it's Dopeheads NFT. So you kind of get the theme here, a little yes. Dopeheads NFT. So by clicking any one of those links in our bio, we'll send you immediately to our link tree. And there you'll have a prevy of information where you can select everything from joining the Discord and getting onto the whitelist. To, uh, checking out our, our website so you can see the wonderful roadmap Mike and I have compiled. You can also order, order merchandise from that website. Hell, if you wanted to, you can even join our street team and, and be part of this movement that we have going on right now. Because it's not just a community. It's a community with a cause. And when a community has a cause, that's called a movement. And so this movement that's happening now for prison reform, for marijuana reform, for aiding in drug addiction. Oh, by the way, did we tell you we're a kick-ass animated series? Oh, by the way, did I tell you we have some badass toys and collectibles? Oh, and then to verify everything, we're using NFTs in the blockchain. Yeah, so again, Dopeheads with an S, NFT.com. I'd also take recommend take a look into the gallery and just look at the... Uh, it's very high quality. I mean, it's... <laughs> It looks like something you can see either comic book style or just animated style where uh, Mike, oh, before we run off, I, I want to go and ask you and get your take uh, just on, you know, inspiration and the kind of style that you put together along with uh, Johnny. 
to kind of put these uh, graphics together? Um, you know, the, the, my personal inspiration for the dope heads, and this is a kind of on the backstory was I had a bunch of drawings and stuff, some Swisher house covers I did that had, had a kind of similar theme, but you know, me and Toe Down threw around some ideas for some projects. He, he pulled out this buddy drawing that Cash did. Um, I mean, I knew right away that that was it, that that's where the direction we needed to go. It kind of took like a, a day or so to kind of run through some other ideas. But, you know, my inspiration really was, uh, my personal inspiration for the Dope Heads is just, you know, a lot of things. Like, it's, it's a culture I've been working in for 25 years so the characters that we're creating you know they match personalities of hundreds of people you know that have met um as far as a creative style that we're running with johnny cash is actually an inspiration for it so you know some of it toe down's the inspiration for it because you know he had the Even idea of granny so it's it's just i think it it develops so naturally for all of us because it's just it's the lane we've always been in so the projects is not a stretch, you know, we, half my homeboys are, are like the characters we're doing. Um, so I think the inspiration for it is just life. You know, it's the life we're from. Out of, out of the ones you already have so far in, in, in the series, I gotta tell you, I really do dig the Cyborg Mercenary, the 40 ounce bottle. That's, <laughs> that, the gold that is actually, I do like the, that a lot. That's, uh, the 40 is one of my, uh, that's my favorite character, but the, uh, Cyborg Mercenary is actually one of our uh, Discord members. Oh, um, I that see. was his okay. screen Got name. It. That was his screen name. So a lot of things I'll do is I'll go in to the Discord and people that are like socializing and having a good time being a part of the community, I'll take and like create custom one of one um, pieces of art. So for that one, that was just like, hey man, uh, you know, thanks for being a part of this. You know, thanks for being a fan of the Dope Heads, and uh, here you go. So, I mean, if there was something they could do, they could even get what, their own custom dope head made of themselves, like their own avatar, basically. Well, what we're doing with the animated series is we're going to allow people to, to basically take their dope heads, customize the... Uh, and it doesn't have to be a part of the actual NFT. It's just they, they'll be able to customize a character and they'll be able to audition it, not only to us, but to the community. And, you know, it, if it wins, it might be something that we put into the animated series. And if you know, if that happens and it becomes popular, um, we plan on, uh, you know, giving them a, a little cut. Of, you know, if we make toys of it, we'll give them a, a cut of it. Fantastic. Hey, a lot to go and get into. And, you know, I love to make sure to go ahead and if there's anything else coming on along with the progress, once you get to that 100% sold, let's definitely talk about, you know, where you are and let's keep in touch about the process, where you are going on down the line. But Definitely. one more time, let's go ahead and get the crowdfunding out there for dopeheadsnft.com. Uh, have the Discord server. Make sure to go ahead and join in for that. They have their social media. It's all on the website. Launch day, March 18th. And again, Brian, Toe Down Thurio, and Mike Frost, thanks for being on with us here on Grassroots Marketing. Really glad to have you Man, on. Man, thank you so thank much you. for having us. You know, it's all about the grassroots, baby. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.